I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. Before we start today's episode, I have brand new ad rates for you. $99,203.50. Yes. Do you want to reach over 100,000 people every month, which is exactly what the Sarah Fraser Show does, thanks to you guys, the listeners? Well, these deals are my new ad rates. They get you podcast commercials and social media posts and access to all the amazing fans like you guys. And look, people are like, hey, Sarah, can I post my resume? 100%. Some other guy DM and he goes, hey, can you share my dating profile for $99? I was like, 100% yes. Um, I am a non-traditional advertiser. As you guys see, I give away vibrators. Um, I've done bikini waxes live. Like I am outside the box advertising. If you want to reach clients, if you have a unique way that you want to promote your product, if your product is like smooth balls, which is essentially like a Nair hair care product for men's uh, ball sacks, I'm your gal. All right. 
If you run a Christian bookstore and you want to reach people, sure. But then two frames later, as I say, I'll be advertising dildos. So whatever floats your boat, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com is my email. We have brand new ad rates, 99, 200, and 350. You can contact me today to find out the next steps. The Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I don't want to be a parent today. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, all my Frasiacs. It's the Sarah Fraser Show. Um, yeah, today I don't want a parent. I know. And I know what you're thinking. Um, this bitch, you know, she waited to be like 39 years old to have a kid. She finally has this baby after all she's been through. And now she's bitching about being a mom. Yes, I am. Yes, that's my life. And I hope you can relate. You know, having a child is the most amazing thing. But also at the same time, it's like it, you you truly do not have a second for you. And I, I think that that is something that maybe I didn't really pay much attention to when I first was like, I want to have a family. So anyway, and you know what? On, on top of that, how crazy I am, I actually want two more kids, except for when I went to Price Child Care this week. So tons to get to on today's episode. Um, I'm very upset. My favorite podcast is ending. I'll tell you about that. Child care, we've been interviewing with child care providers, daycares. Oy vey. Oy. I mean, I, 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 many of you already know this, but to me, honest to God, this is like traveling to Paris for the first time and seeing the Eiffel Tower. You know, my jaw is on the floor. It's like, I, I've heard about it. I, I've seen the photos, but now I'm living it in real life. <laughs> that I have to get to. Also, really fascinating article. I'm on the upper end, the older end of millennials who are getting ready to turn 40 in the next year or so. And there's a great article by a millennial therapist. And she says, these are the biggest regrets and complaints. 30% of millennials. I thought this was actually, you know, the way the media sometimes spins these headlines. It was something like, you know, this is what millennials are, are struggling with as they turn 40. Well, only 30%. Well, that, I mean, 70% of millennials are, are really happy with the way they their lives turned out and they're full potential. But, you know, there's 30%, of course, who are unhappy. And the, these are their biggest complaints. So I want to go through them and see. I know a lot of millennials and a lot of millennial mamas listen to this podcast. Do you have these? I have some of them. I thought they were really good. Army Hammers entered rehab. We'll talk about that. Chris Harrison is out at The Bachelor. How do you guys feel? Am I the only one? I, I, you know, I saw one of the one of the other like Bravo um, podcasters I follow. They did a poll if people were upset and most people were not. And I'm like, really? I kind of think Chris Harrison made the the show. And I'm like, are people still going to watch? Anyway, we'll get into all that. Um, of course, of course, I do want to thank our sponsors. We absolutely love. I've been teasing a little bit on social media that Miracle Corp awesome company where we stored KJ's cord blood and tissue. And it was really a big decision to do this, of course, financially. And then just also, it's that idea that you, you never know. These stem cells may actually help your baby and save their life, God forbid, if they ever had cancer, anything like that. So yes, Schman and I chose cord blood and cord tissue stem cell banking with Miracle Cord. They're amazing, affordable, and ethical. You need to call them today, 888-743-2673, or head to their website, miraclecord.com. Now, I have a direct affiliate link, which I would love for you to use, and you can find that right on the main page of hayfrage.com. It's in the blog. It's right there. You can't miss it. My OB, Dr. Winterling, had stored cord blood stem cells for her sons and had recommended that I do it. You guys know that I love my OBs. So I called Miracle Cord and they answered all of my questions and concerns when KJ was born. We were able to delay the umbilical cord clamping and still get a healthy cord blood sample, even with a C-section, which is amazing. 
Make the decision for your baby and your family's future. It could come in so handy. Use my link. Sign up today. It's miraclecord.com is the website or hayfrage.com for the direct affiliate link. You can save big with their 20-year and lifetime plans with no annual fees. What Schman and I loved about them is their yearly costs are much lower than some of their competitors. If you choose an annual plan, their fees are so affordable. It is worth it for that peace of mind. It's Miracle Cord. That is the company. Or head to Hey Frage and use my affiliate link. So let's get into, you know, some pop culture news. Obviously, I'm back. I'm obsessed with pop culture, as you guys know. So some of the news is Chris Harrison from The Bachelor stepping away. So he's like, uh, like I don't know. I guess I'm always shocked. I, you know, I'm naive. I, I really am. I thought Sharon Osbourne would return to the talk. I mean, Sharon Osbourne had been on the show for years. She was, fr- you know, according to her, she was very good friends with Cheryl Underwood outside of the show. They'd been friends for 11 years. I, I guess I'm a little surprised. Are we going to see people come back and learn from their mistakes instead of just disappearing? Or uh, maybe the audience doesn't want that. To me, I think this is going to actually hurt the Bachelor ratings. I do. Um, I really liked Emmanuel Ocho. I thought what they would do, Emmanuel Ocho hosted the um, Bachelor finale, which by the way, Matt James is, is back with Rachel. My own personal theory, I don't think they ever were broken up. I think they broke up for like PR reasons, like for logistics, but they're like back on and making out in New York City. Uh, that just happened overnight? I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Like, in my single days, you're right. I mean, a couple of, like, mimosas, and then I would have been making out with anyone a day later. So it's possible. But anyhow, I feel like the Bachelor Nation, I think their ratings are going to dip without Chris Harrison. He's been on the year for tw- since the show started, 20-plus seasons. He makes $5 million a year, and he's just dropped a huge lawsuit on ABC for $25 million. And they say that Harrison apparently is ready to spill all the secrets, including the contestants having sex with each other, doing drugs behind the scenes like he knows where the bodies are buried. So NBC is going <laughs> to... ABC is going to have to pay out. <laughs> Who is doing drugs? And why don't we get to see that version of The Bachelor? I want to see them do Molly and then, like, have these, you know, dates. Like, that would be so much more fascinating than these stupid, like, rose ceremonies. Are you going to watch? I, I really don't. I think The Bachelor audience is Chris Harrison's audience. And I, I really, I think it's a mistake. I don't know. You know, the, the, there's a lot of kind of rumors and speculation like ABC didn't want him back but then he kind of got into negotiations and he was a little sour about it then he didn't want to come back but also I've heard like friends are worried about him because his entire identity and career has been built around the bachelor like that was his whole life five million dollars a season they did like how many seasons two seasons every single year 10 million bucks potentially a year and this was the guy's life and now he's not coming back the Bachelorette has started, eh, I don't have a ton of interest. Katie's The Bachelorette. I liked her. I might watch pop in here and there. But anyway, I kind of grew to love, hate Matt James. And now I'm sad that he's gone. And then Chris Harrison, who really, I mean, doesn't do much, but just seems like a good fit for that show. And I guess really shines at the, like the final rose ceremonies. I thought they would have teamed him with Emmanuel Ocho. I really did. I thought Emmanuel Ocho will become a regular. How great. And maybe we'll see Chris Harrison evolve. Maybe we'll see Sharon Osbourne back. Like, 
Aren't you curious about Cheryl Osborne and Cheryl Underwood having a conversation now about race? Are they still friends? How come how come people make mistakes or I don't know, however you want it. Maybe you think that they're outing themselves as racist. Maybe they are. I you know, I'm at the point like there's so many people being canceled every day, it's hard to keep up. So you know, but don't you want to see them either like have redemption or or like still be friends? Maybe it's just me. Save goes for country singer Morgan Wallen. So Morgan Wallen, you know, dropped the N-bomb in a drunken rant that was caught on camera that TMZ posted. Uh, CMT Awards coming up, they still won't let him come. So people are really upset about that, saying like he should be able to come back. Uh, you know, the craziest part is with Morgan Wallen after he dropped, and I always think that this is kind of misleading too, after he dropped the N-bomb his streams and downloads went like bananas. But I do think that's because a lot of people who, you know, don't know him are sort of checking his stuff out, right? So there are billboards now supporting Morgan Wallen up in Nashville before the CMT Awards to let him come back. Here's the thing. Is anyone watching an award show? Like, I don't think, like the guy ought to host his own award show. Probably more people would come. Um, fans are the ones that fan-fueled billboards popped up across Nashville this week supporting the embattled country singer and his mullet. <laughs> okay, well, that's just right there. Fans are speaking out, saying enough is enough, uh, and that the music industry, they should let him back and let him be heard. Uh, again, I'm curious, what's he learned from this? Are we going to hear anything? Or has he made one too many mistakes for you? Between the SNL, you know, he was making out with people in the midst of COVID. His, his SNL thing got rescheduled. And then now CMT Awards doesn't want him. Should he be back or not? You guys can always hit me up on my Instagram. It's the Sarah Fraser Show. I, I'm always curious about people. I, I really did. I guess I naively thought Chris Harrison would be back. Dumb me, you know? He's not coming back. Other pop culture news, Army Hammer has entered rehab. So Army Hammer, you know, he's being investigated for investigated for a rape allegation. All those things came out too, you know, that he was into cannibalism when he would message women that he wanted to eat their hearts. Other women say that they dated him. He was an emotionally abusive person. Obviously sounds like I honestly never gave two shits about Army Hammer until this this um whole thing came out. I really didn't. Like I was like a fair weather fan of his his acting like it, it seemed good to me I guess you know um that was it that's like as far as I went now that I know that he had like a fake Instagram account where he was messaging women um we had the girl dudes in your dms on and she dm'd him and they were having a conversation she never actually met up with him by the way so I'm more interested, but he's entered rehab. He says that he's committed. He has two children. He wants to be a good father for them. And obviously there were some addiction issues there. Friends of Army Hammer say that he's been devastated. He's been dropped by everybody from his agent, his manager. He's dropped out of films, including one with Jennifer Lopez. And now he's getting the help he needs. Okay. You know, we'll see how all that plays out. My guess is it's going to be a while before he has any kind of comeback. That's just my thing. If you are a, fr- a, fa- a fan of the Frenemies podcast, I love this show. I don't know if anyone else has heard of it. Trisha Paytas, who's been a longtime YouTube personality, so is Ethan Klein. And I'm trying to think of, I guess because of TikTok, I really got into this. Trisha Paytas, I love. I find her hysterical. She is, you know, she's made a ton of mistakes. See, this is what I I like and what I want for people to do is she's made a ton of mistakes, like all these YouTubers, right? It comes out that they were like black fishing, all this stuff like 10 years ago, 12 years ago before people became more, you know, conscious and woke. And so she 
has sort of owned all her mistakes over the years. And she also, I think, identified, I think the big one was she tried to identify as transgender for a period of time. And then now she identifies as a she, they, maybe, or just they. Anyway, all kind of, I can't even keep up with the drama, but the the podcast is so good because what I like is Ethan and Trisha are friends, but they're also, you know, they, they have this sort of love-hate relationship that reminded me of my days when I co-hosted with Sammy. And they also, I think they really hold other people accountable. They call out other YouTubers, but they also call out themselves, which I think is refreshing. And I think it's great. And they never are up there like, putting themselves on a pedestal or not being transparent. And one of the things that Trisha is really known for is basically just saying, look, this is my body. You know, she's gained and lost weight. She's done drugs. She's one of the top OnlyFans as well, which I have not subscribed to. It's just $5, but apparently she does some hardcore um, porn stuff on her OnlyFans, which I got to get some ideas. I got to pay for childcare, so I'll be launching mine. Anyway, it's refreshing to hear her not really care about her body. It's refreshing to see two individuals live in Los Angeles who don't look like every other TikToker, every other like influencer. I love the show. I find it funny. Trisha is kind of, you know, naive to the entire world. So they'll ask her like any sort of you know, pop culture questions or questions about, you know, George Washington. I don't even think she knew he was like our first president. So it's, I find it so funny. Anyway, this week they had a huge breakup. They apparently fighting over money. And I just, it to me, it brought me so back to my radio days and Kane show days. And everyone would argue over whose show was it? And was everybody making equal amount of money, which none of us ever were, but we were all making good money. And so anyway, she quit the show. They thrive off drama. So I don't know if this is real or not, but it's really disappointing to me because it was truly my guilty pleasure. It was such a trashy reality show. And, you know, she would talk about, they would talk about anything under the sun. They would sit there and eat pizza. It was so good. So if you're, if you're looking for, I guess, if you need to just waste an incredible amount of time, which I'm assuming probably most people that are listening to this podcast don't, that's your show. It's so good. Well, it was your show. You can listen to the past episodes or you can watch her YouTube um, video yesterday that she posted on why they're no longer doing the show, which is a dispute over money. And apparently she treated some of Ethan's production staff terribly or something. Anyhow, I love it. I love it. I love when two friends can just like, that's what I miss about Sammy. And Sammy like never wants to come back. He never wants to do broadcasting. But it was like, no matter how many fights we had, and I, I have this relationship with Paul Wharton too is like, and AJ and I never fought. So we like never had that dynamic at all. Um, But I miss that like fighting and then like all the drama and then you guys like get back together. I just, cause that's really what like true friends are for, right? And family is like, you fight, you don't always agree, but you always come back and work on it. And I, I truly thought that that show really embodied that. So I'm sad to see it go. If you were a frenemies fan, like I was, for now, it looks like it's not happening. But like I said, the downside of them is they thrive on drama. So this could all be a stunt. As Dan likes to say of Frenemies and the YouTubers, they're basically wrestling without the wrestling. Like they all have mastered the storylines of fake fighting and calling each other out and the fights behind the scenes. They just don't wrestle in a ring. 
How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. And it's true. It's absolutely true. Quick commercial break to thank Rothy's. It's 2021 and nobody has time for uncomfortable shoes. And that's where Rothy's comes in. Rothy's surveyed thousands of customers and the number one word used to describe Rothy's is comfortable. Yeah, they are. And in fact, I've got the sneakers, but I really want, they have these really cute sandals um, that have like a wrap. uh, They call them like wrap sandals. They're so cute. And now they have men's shoes as well and kids. They have everything. Their styles are sustainable, made with materials like plastic water bottles, fully machine washable and available in tons of shapes, styles, and colors, so you can always find the right one for you. Who What Wear says celebrities are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. Upgrade your closet with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, they just launched men's shoes, so make sure to check them out for the guy in your life, especially with Father's Day coming up. Head to rothys.com slash phrase to find your new favorites today. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash phrase. I was sucked into this article by a millennial therapist. She's a millennial herself, so she's been seeing millennial clients for nearly seven years. And she says that 30% of millennials, because the older generation of millennials are turning 40 here in the next year or two, and she says that 30% are very unhappy with their lives. And here are some of their biggest regrets. I married the wrong person. That one sucks, I will say. Like if that, if who you marry is a huge thing. And I cannot preach enough. Go to premarital counseling. Like go, you have to go. When I told people I was doing that, people were like, why are you doing that? Like that means like you and Shaban are already having problems. I'm like, no, it's the greatest decision we ever made. Because 
truly like you figure out everything, religion, kids, money, all their like emotional triggers. If you don't know that shit and you get married, it is, it's a minefield. Like it is so difficult. So that was one, that was like the biggest one was, um, I married the wrong person. I wish I tried to have kids earlier. I'm in that boat. I, I now I'm 39. I just had my son. I want two more. Y'all, I'm going to be like 50 years old with these fucking eggs. Like I want so many more kids and I wish I'd started way earlier. Uh, wait, why did I have kids again? Okay, so that's equal. So half of them, so 30% of these millennials, some are regretting children. I shouldn't have attended such an expensive college. Oh, I can see that one being a huge regret. I should have saved more money. I feel like that. And I even saved money and I feel like I should have saved more. I wish I said I love you when I had the chance. Hmm. Now, I got drunk and told everybody, every paramour I ever had that I was in love with them. And then they like, click. <laughs> so I, I use that. I, I went all out on that one. I chose the wrong career. I don't have any career regrets. I've liked what I've done. I should have advocated for myself more. Yes, totally feel that. If I networked more in my 20s, I'd have a higher paying job now. You think that's true? I don't know. I'm so bad now at networking too. I'm like, eh, let's just Zoom. I don't want to get together with people, even, even though I'm vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see you. Can we just Zoom? Why do we spend so much money on a wedding? Yep, Schman and I are there on that one. Although we'd save, you know, we had savings. We saved a lot of money. So we were able to pay most of it off. And we're paying most of it off actually this year. So that was two years ago. So that's not terrible. And I wish I'd traveled more. So many regrets. Of course, this isn't all millennials. According to a recent survey conducted by the Harris Poll on behalf of CNBC, they say 78% of older millennials believe they lived up to their potential and are satisfied with how their lives are going. Okay, good. So hopefully you're listening to this and you're satisfied. But I found that story super interesting. Who you marry. Oh my God. It is the most difficult decision. It is a tough one. Like you should be in therapy ASAP. I, I can't even stress it like enough. So I was saying, you know, I'm having a hard time being a mom today. And one of the reasons is, so yesterday, Schman and I are starting to interview with daycares. And yes, anybody who's been through this process, you you have to kind of interview with them. They like either want you to come in or, you know, you have to like go and do like a, you know, a walkthrough. And, and I can understand that. I'm sure they want to meet us. I want to look and make sure it's a good place for KJ. But I, I'm just blown away. Like $600 or more per week. Yes, yes, yes. How do people do it? I, I don't know. And then I'm assuming, I said to man, this is such a dumb question too. I'm like, okay, so if we have two kids. You have to pay 600 bucks for each child, right? Like, what? <laughs> $1,200 a week times, you know, like four? Um, okay, no wonder people, no wonder people on the millennial list are like, yeah, I regret having kids. <laughs> okay, yeah. Every, that's our, like, okay, our entire paycheck, whole paycheck right there. Yeah. So we're, we're starting to interview and we'll see how it goes. A lot of you guys, I posted this on the way, by the way, on my um, Sarah Fraser Instagram. And a lot of you wrote, you know, doing a private nanny in-house. I've really thought about that. And I think I've got to look, but I think there's a website like care.com or something where you can see vetted nannies. I'd be curious if you, if anybody has, you know, obviously we live in Leesburg, Virginia right now. If anybody knows a private nanny, love to talk to them because I'm totally open to that. And I like the idea of them coming here and entertaining KJ. And someone said they even do your laundry. Really? Okay. I'm open to that. Let's see it. Will they cook? 
How about a manicure pedicure? Like, how many things can you ask your nanny to do before I end up on, like, a Reddit page? <laughs> I mean, I'm curious about that. Also, yesterday, uh, you know, on Tuesday nights, for anybody in the D.C. area that listens to me, I, I work for Fox 5, and right before, and I, I do a show called Like It or Not, which is a magazine-style show, and it's... It's so much fun, and it's basically Jim Lokay, who's the host there, throws up a topic, whatever, I don't know, you know, do you like to wear underwear or not? And then we say, you know, we like it, Jim, or we don't like it, Jim. So last night, right before we were about to go on, they did a story on a woman um, up in Maryland um, who was worried, she, she is on an unemployment site, her unemployment was delayed, she has two kids, she's a single mom living in a hotel. You guys, this story broke broke, broke my heart, but it has a happy ending. So listen to this. I I was trying to do my makeup last night and I listened to this story and I just could not stop crying. And I'm like, I have to get a hold of myself. And I really want this woman on the podcast. So if you know her, please, please, please DM me and give me the details because I, I really you without your want to have her on. Here payment. we go. You to still not get anywhere. The site tells you it will alert you when you can log in again. But for many, after that alert comes, the login still does not work. It's very frustrating. Um, makes you feel like lost, stuck, mm. oh, hard. Say hi. Adeyemi is 21 years old. Mm. She has a two and a four year old. I'm doing what I can with the situation that I've been given. Oh my God, here we go. And I'm gonna like, cry. Something's always pushing me back. She spends her unemployment check oh, paying for their story. hotel room. Probably two months in this room. Adiemi struggles with childcare and can't find a job. I never wanted to be on unemployment. Who does? Like, I don't mind working. Like, I oh. got to the point where not only am I looking, but I'm asking everybody around me to help me find a job. Now she says with this week's late oh payment, my God. And her she little doesn't girls. know what she'll do. I feel like the guaranteed thing that I had has been taken from me and I don't really know what I'm gonna do where I'm gonna go question will I ever get out of this like will I ever be good again or will I have to like let my kids deal with this too because I don't want to I know what it feels like being homeless not having anybody I've been there before and it's traumatizing. Oh my God. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm crying. Um, but so this story, it's like, it's so sad. I was just like, oh, I cry on this podcast. I swear to God. It's like a bipolar episode. Every, every episode, <laughs> like I start out ranting and then I'm crying, but it broke my heart when I was doing my makeup yesterday, because I think now that I'm a mom, like, I just don't even know. I have no idea how single moms do it. I am overwhelmed and I have an amazing husband and partner. And I just have one child. So I, my heart is like broken, broken. So China Adimu is her name. Or Adiemi. Sorry, Adiemi. I can't even say it. Adiemi. Sorry. I don't know why I get Adimu. Adiemi. There's a good part to this story which is she set up a GoFundMe. And, you know, of course I work for Fox. So I saw this and I called Fox. I was like, what's the deal? I have to get in touch. And they're like, look, Sarah, we've been inundated with calls. I know in Frederick, like a manager who runs a Starbucks there, they were like, look, we can hire her tomorrow. Um, which of course, Starbucks has like benefits, all that stuff. Um, I know another guy had already reached out to the station is like, look, I'll pay two months of her, um, hotel, uh, 
rent, like, you know, so uh, like, that's what I love is people are so freaking generous and amazing. And she had put up a GoFundMe because obviously Fox cannot, they cannot take money for anybody that they do a story on or anything like that. So China had set up a GoFundMe, which I've actually put on my Facebook page. And I'll also put on my Instagram, the Sarah Fraser show. And she wanted just $5,000. The last time I checked, it was already up to, I think, close to $7,000 for rent and childcare. This woman, it's uh, right now, I just clicked, $7,800. So this woman, 127 donors. So she had some bomb ass big donors. Uh, somebody just donated $1,000. That was the top donation. That's huge. Talk about life changing, life changing. So anyway, broke my heart. Um, and people are on here like Paulette posted her phone number. Paulette Tillman, we can help you. Um, so many people donating anonymously too, but huge, huge, huge. So anyway, that story just got to me. Now that I'm a mom, I cry all the time. And anybody who's a single mom, I'm just like, I, I don't know how you do it. I really don't because I'm having a mental breakdown here with one and help from Schman. And, you know, and the, just like, I just like that story, I look around and I don't know if anyone else does this, but you're like, oh my God, I have so much, you know, like this poor woman can't even think about doing a $600 a week daycare. And here we are doing that. So count your blessings, and, you know, get your tissues because I'm crying again. Amazing. Amazing. Um, anyhow, that's the podcast. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and spreading the word about the Sarah Fraser show. Definitely tell people about the show. I actually got a message from a NICU nurse and she's like, I tell moms because it's so overwhelming about your Instagram and your podcast because you really are telling the truth about mom journey and it is hard. It's hard and it's emotional. So love you guys. We'll see you next week with brand new episodes of TSFS. Love you. Bye everybody.